Hello, crypto people. Welcome to Small Cap Crypto. It is a great day to talk about crypto because every day is a great day to talk about crypto. Today, we will be talking about Solana. And I know the first thing people are going to say is, hey, Nick, Solana is not a small cap cryptocurrency. Get on the small caps, man. But I truly believe that understanding the fundamental values of these larger cryptocurrencies will help the will help us determine potential growth for the smaller cryptocurrencies. And in that way, we can make the most profit out of all of our trades. Also, Solana is just freaking awesome, and I want to talk about it, so I'm going to talk about it. Let's get into it. So first, let's talk about what Solana is. Solana is a public blockchain platform with smart contract functionality, which is pretty much like an Ethereum sort of blockchain. However, there is a reason why people call Solana the Ethereum killer. And that's mostly because of three words. Those three words are transactions per second. Now, for the people who are newer to the crypto space, a blockchain is a network of computers that run the same system and use connected blocks which store ledgers to form a blockchain. These blocks store transactions as well as code that can run applications and distribute them across all computers in the network. Now, if you really don't know what that means or already are confused, I really recommend watching an intro to blockchain video on YouTube it's going to help make all these podcast episodes make a lot more sense, and it's just really essential for you to um, invest and understand small caps and even large cap cryptocurrencies. So, yes. Now, what makes Solana so special is that it can process up to 65,000 transactions per second. To put this into perspective, the highest transactions per second that Visa has shown is 56,000. The Ethereum blockchain can process around only 30 transactions per second, and this is why the fees on the Ethereum blockchain are insanely high. Now I'm talking multiple dollars per transaction. So, want to make an NFT on Ethereum? Have fun paying $100 for gas, man. This is why the Solana is called the Ethereum killer. Because it is absolutely destroying Ethereum when it comes to transactions per second and fees. Now, I'm sure you're wondering why there's such a massive difference, and just chill out for a sec, I'm getting there. The reason why Solana is able to charge such low fees for these fast transactions is because they use a mining process called Proof of History. Proof of History is similar to Proof of Stake, except multiple blocks can be mined at once. Solana is able to do this because every block includes a timestamp, which allows for different nodes to work at their own pace without disrupting the speed of the blockchain. These timestamps are secured using SHA-256, which is the hashing algorithm that Bitcoin uses and allows for Solana to have a fast and efficient network. This is awesome because it's very secure and it's very, uh, very efficient and very fast. And like I said before, the fees are just so low and it's so nice to have low fees when it comes to transactions. Now, this info is all crazy cool and all because you get to use fancy crypto words and you get to absolutely destroy Ethereum. But let's talk about why this is good for Solana. The speed and efficiency of Solana's mining process allows for the fees to be around a couple cents per transactions. Transaction fees are one of Ethereum's biggest current flaws as they charge so much and so many people are not willing to pay the high fees. Another reason why Solana's fees are lower is because not every transaction is written in the block as a line of code, while in Ethereum, it is. Solana's NFT market is also growing at an impressive rate. Now, Ethereum has most of the NFT dominance right now, but I truly believe that BND and Solana are up there right as well. One of the reasons why I think that Ethereum has so much dominance in the NFT market space is because your average retail consumer will just go on OpenSea.io, 
and they'll see the first board ape yacht club come on and they'll be like oh i'm gonna invest my money in it and i'm gonna pay a ton of money and gas on the ethereum network and if you want to do that i mean have fun like really i hope you enjoy your precious nft and i hope you're having a lot of fun investing in nfts and all that stuff however if you're gonna tell the sec that i told you to buy a board ape yacht club this is proof that i did not tell you to do that i am not a financial advisor and this is not financial advice the solana nft marketplace and the ethereum nft marketplace marketplace are extreme they're both extremely volatile and super risky you should always do your own research before trading or investing in nfts as well as any other cryptocurrencies associated with them now is probably a good time to tell you that not everything on solana is ponies and rainbows there are some very big cons which may make it a less responsible trade one of the scariest things for me is that on January 20, January 4th, 2022, the entire blockchain actually went down for a couple hours. This was because of a DDoS attack. A DDoS attack is simply overflowing the network with internet traffic to make it slow and unusable to many in the blockchain. So in more in even more simple terms, it's even since the transaction process is so fast, you're able to just flood the system with so many transactions and so many lines of code that it just becomes unusable now this is super scary but what's even more scary is that this is not the first time that it's happened solana has gone down on multiple occasions and this is probably the not the last time that it will happen i'll tell you one thing launching a ddos attack on ethereum would be very unlikely because it'd be crazy expensive because of those gas fees that i'm always talking about now, a pro to this con is that Solana is always working on this problem every day, and it does a lot of white hacking to its network. White hacking is ethical security hacking, so it is essentially finding vulnerabilities in the network and fixing them to make the network more securable against what I like to call evil hackers. Another um, con for Solana is that there are less projects being worked on in the space. I don't really see this being a huge problem as I think it'll gain followers in time once people realize how awesome this network is. And like I said before, the Solana NFT marketplace is growing extremely rapidly. A con that a lot of people freak out about is that Solana only has around 1,500 validators, which means that it's less decentralized than Ethereum. To me, it does feel slightly centralized. Um... But Solana website is very clear and transparent on the validation process. And one thing that gives me a lot of security is um, transparency. And when the website gives a lot of transparency, when the blockchain gives a lot of transparency, I get a really good sense of security for the future. Uh, another thing, it also helps the speed of the network. Because when you have less validators, then the transaction speed goes up, which is enables you to have lower fees. Uh, something Ethereum, as I've said a million times before in this in this podcast, does not have. Now, let's talk about what everyone wants to talk about, which is how much money am I going to make? So let's pull up the chart real quick and let's look at the chart. Right now, Solana is sitting at about $90 per coin. The circulating supply is 321 billion Sol, uh, which is the... Um, the currency that solana has easy to remember solana soul the total supply is 511 billion 
And it's a good time to mention that Solana is an inflationary coin. So every year it will lose a certain percentage of value right off the bat uh, due to inflation. The market cap is $26 billion. So the fully diluted market cap is $41 billion, which is, is not extremely great. But since Solana is relatively new, I think that should be okay. Um, there is a strong, decently strong resistance at 100, as we can see. Um, honestly, I think if Bitcoin runs, I feel like it could rise up to over easily over 150, 180. I think we can start um, nearing up to those 200 uh, all-time highs again easily. And right now, the value, again, is $90. So uh, when Bitcoin runs, this would be an excellent coin to get in on get in on um very easy to trade very technical looking at the chart here one last thing that i wanted to talk about is once again transaction speeds i know that i've spent like the whole episode talking about Solana's transactions per second it's awesome but what if ethereum 2.0 comes out and ethereum is able to start speeding up their mining process or even worse cardano's hydro update releases and it's able to process a million transactions per second that would be insane. I mean, right now, what gets people so excited about Solana is how fast their system is. When people hear 65,000 transactions per second, they get excited. They go to their crypto wallets. They go buy Solana because it is fast. So when these other cryptocurrencies start evolving, you have to think about what's going to happen to Solana. Is it going to get beat or will it update to match these other cryptocurrencies? So the crypto space is always changing. Technology is always improving. And if you're planning on trading crypto, you want to make sure you're fast on your feet and ready to switch positions at a moment's notice. But for now, I really think Solana is a great investment and an easy, safe ride up in a crypto bull market. Uh, I think you could make two times, possibly even three times on your money and I'm very excited for Solana's future. That said, watch out for these other cryptocurrencies um, speeding up their transactions per second and make sure you're safe out there. Crypto is very risky, very volatile. Do your own research before you get into any of this. And I hope you learned something today. Thank you for being here. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode. This is, this is Solana.